Welcome to Blaze and Guts. I'm Teresa Blaze, and I'm along, along with my sidekick, my co-host, my all-around good friend and football lover, Michelle Saunders Guts. Michelle, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Teresa. I'm excited to be here. We can talk some football. We got so much going on. Uh, oh, man. I can't keep up with all of what is going on in the NFL right now around the football players and football and all the games, everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know the feeling. Believe me, I know the feeling. And I have a few podcasts that help me keep track, and it's still fun. <laughs> Thank so. God for a lush man. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. Uh, and he'll be doing his usual stuff this week, too. So it's all good. Um Um, so let's dive right in because we got plenty to talk about. Let's talk Broncos versus Jets. Or no, Broncos are playing the Jets. Bears. Bears. Broncos. Bears. Bears. That's right, because my one of my pastor friends is a Bears fan, and I was given I was giving him some serious grief after that. Like, what happened? For who wants to be a Bears fan? Uh I have a pastor who lives out in Chicago. Uh, pastor, dear friend of ours, and he is a diehard Bears fan. So naturally, when they lost, I had to um be ever so loving and remind him of it. You know, <laughs> yeah, in jest, in jest. <laughs> and you know, Mark works with a uh, a guy that's a diehard Bears fan too. I feel for him. I really do. Like, like, oh, and four. You sit there and go, ah. What? Although I will say this, Justin Fields, because uh, I was hearing rumblings. Well, let, let's let's hit on. Okay, they actually car or Broncos got a win for once. Ooh, good job, Broncos! Yes, they got a win. Uh, but I was hearing rumblings that Justin Fields, if he didn't actually play decently as a Bears uh, QB, that he was on the chopping block. But I will say this, against that car, uh, Broncos defense, he actually played pretty decently. Well, it wasn't that big of a spread. You know, 31 to 28, I mean. Right, right. You know, so, but yeah, so he, he, I mean, Fields actually played relatively decently. I was very happy to see that the Broncos um, were able to hold their water when they needed to. They were able to hold against the Bears defense when they needed to. Defense actually came up and made some plays. Now, did you watch that game um, closely or? Yes, because thankfully last week, uh, the Broncos played at 11 a.m., Cards played at 2.25, and Chiefs played at night. So I was able to catch all three games. I was very tired after that. However, oh, it worked out. yeah. It's exhausting just watching your team play. So did they play in Denver? No, they were in Chicago, you know, but it was, oh, were the Bears fans not happy? You know, they just weren't. And, you know, the Bears are playing again this week. And I I honestly think they're going to go 0-5. I don't know if they're going to get a win the way their season is just collapsing on them. What do you think's going on? I think it's a combination of things. I think for the Bears, I think it's the coaching. Um, I think the offense has a lot of work to do. I think Fields has a lot of work to do as a QB. He's got to read that field. You can't just toss that ball hoping that a defender or, or a, uh, your your man will get it. You got to know, okay, is he in coverage or not? You know, you toss that ball. You got you got to have a really good feel for what your uh, receiver is going to do. 
You know, that's what separates, in my mind, that's what separates the solid quarterbacks from the guys that are just pretending. You know, look at uh, Patrick Mahomes, although I, w- I could argue that even though the Chiefs got a win, we'll touch on that in a minute, even though the Chiefs got a win, their uh, offense was a little bit mediocre. Well, and we'll talk about that in a minute because he does make admission of that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that. Um, but that's what, in general, Mahomes is a top-tier quarterback. We know this, okay? Um, trying to think who else would qualify. Uh, the guy from the Dolphins, Tua, Tua Tunga. By- yeah, it's hard to pronounce him, but we're going to highlight him as a faith-based player because he is doing some great things. Um, on and off the field. So, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to pronounce his name. Yeah. Trust me. I've tried. (laughs) I've tried, Uh, but, 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 you know, but I will say this, I will say this. I watched them play. I've seen them play. That is a top tier quarterback. He knows what the heck he's doing. I could think of others, you know, but then you've got people like actually, and I'll give you another one. Brock Purdy of the 49ers. He knows what the heck he's doing. Okay. He's good. He's good. He's so, such a young man and so serious. But yes, I have watched him and he, he does know what oh, he's he doing. Oh, he knows how to, he knows how to throw that arm. He knows where his receivers are going to be. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson of, uh, Baltimore, same thing, right? You know, so you really have to sit down and go, okay, what is the difference? The difference in my mind is, these quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that are actually really making some headway, they know where their receiver is going to be. They've practiced the play so much that they aren't letting nerves get to them. It's just they're tossing the ball. They know that receiver and the receiver knows them and they trust him. I That's what I think is the difference when you talk about the Bears. The Bears are... They're 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 walking disaster zone. Why? Because I don't think that offensive line trusts Fields. They're trying to protect him, but they're, it's like he's barely breathing enough to get a feel, a throw. And I can't, you know, and so I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm going, hmm, he hasn't earned their trust yet. That's why he's not able to make the plays. And then you've got defense. I mean, and their defense, it was okay against the Broncos. It, it, they made some plays, but they didn't make enough. And the Broncos got their win. Now, am I happy the Broncos got a win? Yes. Let's look at that. The Broncos still had some issues. Okay. They still were playing like an underrated team, but they aren't 0 and 4. And that's the difference. They're not 0 and 4 now. They, they, at the defense showed up and made plays when they had to. That's so good. I'm glad to hear that for the Broncos because I do have a lot of respect for Russell Wilson. And, um, and I know that their coach, you know, it's, it's hard to see, you know, the Broncos lose so much. I used to see them when they were stellar. I mean, when they were winning Super Bowl games, when they, they were like where the Chiefs were. I mean, I, and I say that, I mean, I, I know the Chiefs can play again at the level that they have played but it it's just hard to see you know the struggle some of the struggle they've had to come through i agree i agree um and so i think now the broncos i think they're playing the jets this week i think if their defense can hold their water i think they can control the jets you think 
Maybe. Maybe, but I'm not going to put my money on that. I, I, you know, I'm not much of a betting person, but if I were, I certainly would not be betting on the Broncos this week. I, I, I just watching the Jets and Zach Wilson and, you know, Aaron Rodgers and kind of what he's trying to prove out there and everything, you know, I, I don't know. That Jets defense is scary. That Jets defense is really scary. They are rough, aren't yeah. they? Oh, yeah. That's a team that um, I would say, I think they will make the playoffs, but I do not think they'll make a Super Bowl. You know, I think they'll make a playoff, so. But uh, but that that defense, oof. <laughs> they're fast and they're mean. And, and, you know, you sit there and you go, they're trying to change something out there. I can respect that. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see if Rodgers jumps on the bandwagon of being able to get in there and play. I don't know. Well, considering, you know, uh, the last I heard, he tore his his ACL was messed up. So, and uh, yeah, I don't see him coming back this year. I think he's going to come back next season, but I don't see him coming back this year. Well, I, I think he wants to really come back and do something. But I don't know. We'll have to see on that. Uh, but that Zach Wilson quarterback, he's interesting. He's something else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's interesting. I got my eyes on him because he's, you know, he's going to, I think he's going to, uh, there's some teams that are going to get upset by uh, the Jets, you know, and that, de- like I said, uh, that defense is going to be a problem for, for, for Denver. So uh, with that, let's move on. But before we do, let's touch on today's sponsor. This week's sponsor is a new one, actually. Michelle, how big are you on supplements? I'm big on supplements because they kept me going and have kept me very healthy, especially when we went through COVID. And also, I have a kinesiologist, chiropractor, nutritionist that I go to on a regular basis, and he's a big believer of supplements. And I've had it confirmed through my eye doctor and through my blood work and through where my health is now that they've made a difference in, you know, my health, my overall health and supplementing with magnesium or potassium or making sure I'm taking enough zinc or making sure I'm taking vitamin C, vitamin D, you know, all those things. And even through this challenge I've had with sleeping, I've been taking a bit of melatonin and that has helped. That has helped some too. So, yeah. So I'm just sharing with you just kind of some, some opinions, but I, I do believe there's a pace, place and time for medicine. Don't get me wrong, but I also know that our bodies nutritionally just aren't getting everything that we need. Right, right. Well, the reason why I ask is we have a new sponsor. Um, the company is called Faith Fuel Supplements. What it is is uh, combining, you know, uh, for 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 Christian entrepreneurs and, you know, but we are providing uh, supplements for, you know, people who who like maybe maybe you're not you struggle to get some sleep or maybe you want to you know get your get your uh, more mental clarity you know take some of the you know st- uh, stuff like magnesium and that kind of stuff or you know there's a lot of stuff coming um if you want to learn more you can go to faith fuel supplements forward slash bng 
Faith Fuel Supplements forward slash B and G. And you're going to see a little form. It's going to ask you to fill out your information and you will get updates uh, when stuff is coming out. You'll get updates when when the store goes live. Uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot moving behind the scenes. Um, we're really excited about this. Faith Fuel, like, you know, gas fuel, F-U-E-L, uh, supplements forward slash B and G. So with that, let's move to the Chiefs. I would say they got the win. Yay for them. Uh, and their score was, uh, 23 to 20. Harrison Buckner did it again. He did. And he does. And he keeps doing it. Yep. But what happened with the offense? And this is not the first time I've seen this too. What happened to their offense? I mean, cause every, when I, what I saw, the products I saw, how many interceptions did Mahomes throw? Two. Point made. <laughs> you know? Well, well, also, yeah, he makes admission. He started out the, he started out the season. He's not playing as good as he use, usually does. And he needs to step it up. And when he does, the rest of the team will play better. Now, I don't know what causes people. It's, you know, sports are psychological. Sports a psychological game, too. And I mean, they've had, let's be honest, they had some distractions. No, I, 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 I'm just saying with the whole Taylor Swift, <laughs> you know, I mean, really, I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. And that has, you know, a little different kind of, uh, pressure. I'm not saying that's, you know, what causes cause that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that that was. But that's not as, but I'm just saying, you know, you got to stay focused. You got to stay on point. There, there's a lot of things that you've got to do to, you know, play without throwing the ball. And he's he's never really did that where he throws and his, his you know, his passes are intercepted. Not only that, but um, penalties were were a problem too. You know, penalties. Okay, that is just either laziness on on the offensive line, or it was mental errors. I don't know which. Um, but you know, penalties, and then that offensive line. It, uh, Mahomes was feeling a little too much pressure. Uh, you know, he was he was not comfortable back there. He wasn't able to just set up shop and go to work. Well, yeah, and being the leader he is, you know, he's he's going to reflect it on himself, you know, and he'll just say, you know, I wasn't I wasn't playing like I should have been playing. Is that a coaching problem or is it was it uh, the uh, uh, the offensive line and or quarterback problem? Could be both. Yeah. You know, am I glad the Chiefs got a win? Yeah. But you are not going to win Super Bowls with that kind of play. No. And not only that. And the injuries, do you know the injuries that are out there right now? Matt Dickerson, knee, Nick Bolton, ankle, Jalen Watson, shoulder, Jack Cochran, linebacker, calf, Chris Jones, groin, George Cardlaftis, knee, Lajoris, knee, who he's a cornerback, CB, uh, knee, Kadarius Stoney, toe, we talked about (laughs) toe, Um, Drew Tranquil, linebacker, uh, wrist and you know when you well that definitely hit. would have an impact on a team if a good chunk of your offense and or defensive line is down to injury I could see that there's quite a bit here for this game coming up 
So well, it'll be interesting to see. And and you know, who are they, and, and who are and they playing? I don't, well, they, this week they're playing the Vikings coming up. And so, and the Vikings have, you know, an injury list themselves. I mean, they've got Jordan Hicks, Brian O'Neill, Harrison Smith, Brian, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Garrett Bradbury, Lewis Klein, Marcus Davenport, Josh Metellus, Nick Mullins. They all have different injuries, but I, you know, and I know Kirk Cousins has a lot of respect for Mahomes. And I know he has a lot of respect for Kirk Cousins. It'll be interesting to see. That's going to be an interesting match. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting matchup. Although I will say this, I think if that chief defense can, can, can step up and make the plays they need, I think that defense is pretty much, I think the defense can win the game for the Chiefs. The offense has to play their part, of course. But if necessary, considering how the Vikings have been playing and considering who their quarterback is, I would not call Kirk Cousins an elite quarterback. Um, and so I think, I think he is beatable. If it were me, I would, I would, uh, focus on rushing. I would just focus on blitzing him, get pressure on him, get in his face, make him uncomfortable, make him start dancing around that pocket. I don't want him setting up shot back there. Well, we'll see what the strategy is. You know, I, I, I guess I'm going to go back to the, notoriety around Taylor Swift too and all the pressure that is on the team because of this rumored relationship. I mean, there was here's here's the thing though. They, they had 27 million viewers. The the Chiefs Jets game had the highest number of viewers they've ever had in any NFL game. Now that I didn't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 27 million viewers. And I mean, the, I mean, the thing is, there's so many different dynamics when it comes, as you know, to playing a well-rounded, focused, consistent, performing football game. I felt like there was just some sloppy playing. Absolutely. I mean, the Chiefs, are a winning team. They know how to win. But you cannot tell me that in today's NFL, you can consistently play the way they played uh, against this Jets team. Consistently play like that and be on the winning side. No. No way. No way. You continue to do that, teams are going to eat you for lunch. They're going to smell blood and they're going to go for it. As well they should. So I think if the Chiefs really want to prove to the world that they are a solid Super Bowl winning team, they better knuckle up and they better play like they actually want it. Because so far, yeah, they've been getting wins, but they haven't shown that they actually want it. Well, they've been sloppy in how they played to win. I mean, and it's like, you know, I Pacheco, right? Everyone was giving him kudos and saying he's the man. He was the one who won the game. I mean, Pacheco and Becker you know, because of their consistency and how they played the game. And, you know, Pacheco was out there. I mean, he just was he, going he was, he was so a beast. hard. He yeah. was a beast. I mean, you know, I liked what I saw from him. And he does that, cons- but they need all their receivers. And, you know, and I know Patrick is trying to, you know, 
throw to the variety of them. And Kelsey's not always, he didn't play that one game. He went back in and, you know, he's been playing, you know, so Pat's been in, Patrick's been in the pocket. Sometimes he's not in, you know, but, you know, I will say that his consistency for past, you know, past successes, you know, just wasn't at all where, you know, I've seen him, you know, play. Yeah. And when and when is the last time we saw him throw two picks? I haven't. Yeah. I mean, Patrick is going to have to clean that up. And I think he probably will. He will. He's a great competitor and he will get out there and course correct. One thing that I've noticed with him, he plays it down a little bit. His ankle, I'm wondering if his ankle is all where it should be. But I mean, you never hear him talk about it. And, you know, he just plays through it, pushes through it. And he does what he needs to do. But, you know, you kind of wonder that weak link in his ankle, if that's throwing some things off. It could. Um, but I'm also sure that the chief training staff is all over it, too. So, Oh, yeah. And then, you know, their backup quarterback, he's so good. He's really every time he steps in, he really is very, very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well. Why don't we take a minute, find out what happened in the rest of the NFL, and then we have to talk about the Cardinals. <sighs> yeah. All right, Loshman, take it away. Hey, welcome one, welcome all back to Loshman Across the NFL, a special segment of the Blaze and Gotch podcast that you can find on Facebook or www.blazeandgotch, that's B-L-A-E-S and Gotch, G-O-T-T-S-C-H dot com, blazeandgotch.com for Thursday, October 5th, 2023. I'm um, going to start off with some NFL news, as always. Uh, glad you guys are joining me again today, and I uh, hope you're enjoying these segments and enjoying the Blaze and Gotch podcast overall. Uh, I'm going to start off with some NFL news. Uh, Bill Belichick suffered his worst loss as an, NFL, as an NFL coach when the New England Patriots lost 38-3 to to Dallas on Sunday. In uh, the Chiefs' 23-20 to victory over the New York Jets, it was only their third victory in that venue since uh, they won Super Bowl IV the year I was born in 1969. Patrick Mahomes surpassed Dan Marino uh, for touchdowns to number of games uh, reaching uh, 200 touchdowns in just his 84th game when it took Dan Marino, who was once on my fantasy football roster in the early 90s on my team called the Cavalry, uh, took Marino 89 games to do so. Mahomes um, also uh, passed Alex Smith for most rushing yards by a Chiefs quarterback uh, when he recorded 51 rush yards on seven runs versus the Jets, which gave him 1,701 yards rushing. Uh, one thing that was clear in week four, no lead was safe for any team. Uh, there were so many surprise comebacks, including the Chiefs going up 17 and nothing over the Jets in the first half of Sunday night's game. And by the end of the third quarter, the game was tied at 20. Uh, the Bears blew a 20-point lead, matching their worst in franchise history, which has some saying that Coach Matt Elberflus uh, and quarterback Justin Fields both have to go as uh, they've lost 14 consecutive games and Field has been the quarterback in 12 straight uh, losses, the longest by any first-round quarterback since Archie Manning. And the loss on Sunday night was despite Fields throwing for 335 yards uh, and uh, four um, touchdowns. 
so and the loss was to the Broncos of all teams. The Broncos. I mean, come on, okay. Um, but another team that uh, people are saying there should be some shakeup at head coach and uh, quarterback is uh, the New York Giants of uh, quarterback Daniel Jones and head coach Brian Dable. Um, you know they they've been outscored now by sixty six points overall, and uh, they lost uh, running back Saquon Bar- Barkley to an injury um, here recently. But I mean, there's some question as to at this point is you know Saquon going to want to come back. Um, with, you know, with the way the Jets are playing and that type of thing, um, you know, he may sit out longer or may try to look for another team or, you know, whatever. Uh, we don't know that for sure, but there's some, you know, talk about that going around. Um, so, uh, and then the, uh, the, Panthers are 0 and 4. They've been outscored 62 to 35. Uh, the Jets, uh, are, uh, the Jets, Broncos, Bengals, and Cardinals are all 1 and 3, and the Las Vegas Raiders are all 1 and 3. The Jets have been outscored 62 to 23, and the Broncos have been outscored 122 to 36. So, you know, uh, there, you know, should we be looking at some of these teams, uh, head coaches and, uh, and starting quarterbacks as far as there needing to be some, some, some shake up there? You know, who knows? That's just some food for thought for you. Okay. Uh, the Eagles and commanders went to overtime tied at 31 and the Eagles sealed the game with a field goal in overtime. Uh, the Dolphins, who put up 70 points in week three, uh, managed only 20 to the Bills 48 in week four. The Carolina Panthers led the uh, winless Minnesota Vikings 13 to 7 going into the uh, third quarter uh but uh, Minnesota scored uh, 14 in the third uh winning 21 to 13 so you know now the Panthers are still uh you know winless and Minnesota finally got their first uh victory and they'll be playing our Kansas City Chiefs uh this Sunday okay so your week 4 results uh you got um on uh, last Thursday, you had uh, Detroit Lions 34, Packers 20. Uh, Lions, Jared Goff, 19 of 28, 210 yards, one touchdown, one interception. The Packer, Packers, uh, Jordan Love, 23 of 36, 246 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, Lions, David Montgomery, who was an absolute beast in this game, by the way, 32 carries, 121 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, Packers, Aaron Jones, five carries 18 yards. Uh, the Lions, Josh Reynolds, three receptions, 69 yards. Uh, the Packers, Romeo Dobbs, uh, nine receptions, 95 yards. Jaguars, 23, Falcons, seven. Uh, Falcons, uh, Desmond Ritter, 19 of 31, 191 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, 23 of 30, 207 yards, and one touchdown. The uh, Falcons, uh, Bijan Robinson, 14 carries, 105 yards. Uh, Jaguars, uh, Travis, Ed Etienne Jr., 20 carries, 55 yards. The Falcons, John Smith, uh, or uh, John U. Smith, uh, six receptions, 95 yards. Uh, the Jaguars, Christian Kirk, uh, eight receptions, 84 yards. Rams, 29, Colts, 23. Rams, Matt Stafford, 27 of 40, 319 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, the Colts, Anthony Richardson, um, 11 of 25 for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Rams, uh, Ky- Kyron Williams, 25 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns. The Colts, Zach Moss, 18 carries, 70 yards. 
um, Colts, and then uh, Rams, uh, Pakua Nakua, 19 receptions, 163 yards, one touchdown. And the Colts, Andrew Ogletree, three receptions, 48 yards, one touchdown. Uh, the uh, Baltimore Ravens, uh, 28, Cleveland Browns, three. Ravens, Lamar Jackson, 15 of 19, 186 yards, two touchdowns. The Brands, uh, Browns, Dorian uh, Thompson-Robinson, uh, 19 of 36, 121 yards, and three interceptions. Uh, the Ravens, Gus Edwards, 15 carries, 48 yards. Uh, the Browns, Pierre Strong Jr., uh, five carries and uh, 49 yards. The uh, Ravens, uh, Mark Andrews, five receptions, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the Browns, uh, David uh, Najoko. Uh, six receptions, 46 yards. Uh, the rest of your scores, Vikings uh, 21, Panthers 13, uh, Titans 27, Bengals 3, uh, Buccaneers 26, Saints 9, Bills 48, Dolphins 20, Broncos 31, Bears 28, Eagles 34, Commanders 31, Texans 20, Steelers 6, L.A. Chargers 24, Las Vegas Raiders 17, San Francisco 49ers 35, Arizona Cardinals 16, um, Dallas Cowboys 38, uh, and the uh, Patriots 3, uh, Kansas City Chiefs 23, New York Jets 20, and the uh, San, Seattle Seahawks 24, Giants 3. Okay, How did I do on my predictions from last week? Well, I was 8 of 16 again, second week in a row. I said the Lions would win. I said the Jaguars would win. I said the Eagles would win. I said the 49ers would win. I said the Cowboys would win. I said the Chargers would win. I said the Chiefs would win. And I said the Seahawks would win. So that's the eight games that I got right. Um, and on to your week five games uh, today, uh, the uh, 10th, the uh, 5th of October. Um, we've got uh, the 0-4 Chicago Bears and the 2-2 uh, two and two Washington Commanders. I'm saying the Commanders win in that one. Sunday, October 8th, uh, the 1-3 and three New York Giants versus the 3-1 and one Miami Dolphins. I'm going to say the Dolphins win that one. The 0-4 Carolina Panthers and the 3-1 and one Detroit Lions. I'm going to say the Lions win this one. Uh, the 2-2 two and two New Orleans Saints and the 1-3 and three New England Patriots. I'm going to say the Saints win this one. The 2-2 two and two Tennessee Titans and the 2-2 two and two Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to say the Colts win this one. The 3-1 and one Baltimore Ravens and the 2-2 two and two Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to say the Ravens win this one. The 2-2 two and two Houston Texans and the 2-2 two and two Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to say the Texans win this one. The one and three Cincinnati Bengals and the one and three Arizona Cardinals, and I'm going to say the Cardinals win this one. Uh, the four and zero Philadelphia Eagles and the two and two LA Rams, and I'm going to say the Eagles win this one. Uh, the uh, uh, one and three New York Jets and the one and three Denver Broncos. Uh, I'm going to say the uh, Broncos win this one. Uh, the three and one Kansas City Chiefs and the one and three Minnesota Vikings, and I'm going to say the Chiefs win this one. Uh, the three and one Dallas Cowboys and the four and zero San Francisco 49ers. Got to go with the Niners on this one. Uh, Monday, October 9th, the two and two. Uh, two and two Green Bay Packers against the one and three Las Vegas Ra Raiders. And I got to say the Packers win this one. Okay. My special feature for this week is NFL super fans. Okay. This is one that's close to my heart because in the early 2000s, uh, while I was doing a radio show on KCXL 1140 AM in Liberty called uh, Sports Live with the Lost Man, um, I had some, some guys on my radio show that I decided to get involved with, and they were called the uh, KC super fans, Kansas City Chiefs super fans. 
Um, most of these passionate fans can be seen uh, often on camera um, when whenever somebody's running into the end zone um, and everything. They can be seen in their their face in their seats there in the end zone uh, in their face paint and elaborate costumes. They rally their fellow fans to either uh, cheer on the offense when appropriate and to give the offense some quiet when they're in the huddle or at the line of scrimmage and to get really loud and rowdy uh, for the crowd to make lots of noise when the opposing team's defense is on the field. But they not only play a role in the games, but like here in Kansas City, they attend a, uh, they might attend an event like the uh, Monday night events we have here in Kansas City called the Chiefs Kingdom Show that happened at Kansas City area high V stores. And they are emceed by Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs. And like the one I attended at the Independence High V on uh, Nolan Road here this past Monday, uh, they will, and I'll be attending at more high V's around the Kansas City area in weeks to come. Um, there's usually a uh, guest of honor, uh, and in this week it was a former Chiefs player and now retiring 25-year Chiefs uh, staff member Gary Spaney, who is also a brother in Christ and only and also openly shared his faith on the Mondays at Mondays event. Um, I was there with uh, Lynn, as far as super fans go, Lynn Weirdwell Schmidt. Um, almost Andy Reid, Caveman Bob, Casey Warrior, Redman, and others. Uh, but super fans, both for the NFL and other sports, also raise a lot of money for charities, either as a group or individually. Uh, and when I work with the super fans, um, and like the afore, aforementioned uh, Lynn Weirdwell Schmidt, Stephen Boldhall, the first down Elvis, Kevin for Yellow, uh, Kevin Yellow Froman Johnson, uh, Ty Routon, X Factor, and more. We sold uh, Chiefs magazines at an intersection outside the Fox 4 news station. Um, I think later it was Chiefs flags. I remember attending an event at Arrowhead for Down Syndrome, all kinds of different events for all kinds of charities. And the uh, parade, the pop culture site, has an online uh, article, Meet Seven of the Most Passionate NFL Fans in the U.S. and includes a Minnesota Vikings fan, Sid uh, Davey, a.k.a. Northern Light, Buffalo Bills fan John Lang, a.k.a. AKA Hunk a Burnin' fan. He's an Elvis impersonator. Green Bay Packers fan Jeff uh, Kahlo, that's K-A-H-L-O-W, a.k.a. Frozen Tundra Man. Adam uh, Mergenbari, that's M-I-R-G-H-A-N-B-A-R-I, Mergenbari, a.k.a. Cross Country Ram. Leroy Mitchell, a.k.a. Sound and Fury for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Frank Minifield and... Uh, uh, Minifield and Hanford Dixon, uh, who are the Cleveland Browns dog pound, that's D-A-W-G, dog pound. Um, the Atlanta Falcons uh, fan Carolyn Bird Lady Freeman, okay, and uh, another site has uh, fans like uh, the Philadelphia Eagles Birdman, New York Jets Fireman Ed, Bills fan um, Ken Johnson and uh, his Pinto, uh, he actually cooks meat at the games and other things on the hood of his pinto. Um, Dallas Cowboys crazy, crazy Ray. The Commanders have uh, Chiefs Z and the Hogettes. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders have Darth Raider and the Black Hole. Okay, so those are some of the the uh, you know cool super fans across the NFL. And like I said, these guys not only attend games, but they attend numerous other events around their cities uh, to uh, to to support their team, to raise money for charities, and just do all kinds of other cool stuff. So. 
I uh, hope you've enjoyed to enjoy that at the uh, the Chiefs the Kingdom show that we that I attend and will be attending more of. They uh, also provide a photo pass for attenders to get a picture with the guest of the night, like we did with Gary Spaney on Monday, and then those photos are posted on the uh, Kansas City on the uh, six ten Sports site, um, so people can download them to their phone or their computer later. And um, so again, just really cool events, and uh, so you know. Um, maybe some of you are super fans. Who knows? Maybe you have a super fan character. Like I said, I've had Fire Chief in the past. I had a big red fire helmet, red shirt with an arrow head on it that said Fire Chief. I had red suspenders, red Chiefs pants. Um, I still have a, a Fire Chief shirt. Um, I sold my helmet years ago. I wish I hadn't, and I need to buy another one. And uh, I need to maybe find my suspenders. They had all kinds of buttons and pins on them and stuff like that. So I need to find my full costume, you know, get back into my full costume routine as I go into these events. And I'm looking forward to, on November 9th, attending the Kansas City Sports Philanthropy Dinner as a guest of Michelle and bringing a guest with me as well. So I'm looking forward to that. So again, this has been sport. This has been Loshman across the NFL uh, for on the special segment of the Blazing Gotch podcast for Thursday, uh, October 4th, 5th, 2023. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you're following the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior every day. John 3, 316 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I love you. Jesus loves you. Keep following him, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. And finally, I really hate ending on a sour note. However, we have to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. They played, and they played hard, but it wasn't enough. Those 49ers, they have so many weapons on that team. I mean, just so many. And I think the problem was there were too many for the Cardinals to shut down. You let DK Metka scorch you? Okay, you could have just shut him down, but then you had the quarterback, and I can't remember who else they had, but they had some other guys that were just tearing them apart. And it was like, you let the, I mean, they could not stop the run. They were getting gashed for like 20 yards with a, a thing. You know, they could not stop the run. DK Metcalf, dear Lord, that guy just is brutal. You know, he gets going, he catches the ball. There's no stopping him. You know, and then they've got that Brock Purdy in, 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 as, as the quarterback. Um, I think it was like 16 to 17 throws made for the game. He's a rock star. And I, I was sitting there watching him and going, good night. And that defense of the 49ers just shut down anything the Cardinals wanted to do. You know, the cards, you know, they got down and for the first time they were actually down at halftime. You know, they got down like 14-0. They came back. They ripped off about 10 points or something like that. Uh, and they were actually down at halftime for the first time. You know, they actually really did fight. I, I, I can't say that. I never saw them quit. Never saw them quit. But I think that 49er offense was too potent. And I said that I said, didn't I, Michelle, that that that, that I thought the Cardinals were not going to get that game. Yeah, you did. Um, you know, I just, you know, I believe me, I would much rather have them two and two, but unfortunately they're not. They're three and, you know, three and one. Um, and so now that Cardinals are actually playing the Bengals this, this coming week, which will be interesting because the Bengals are not playing very well. 
No, they're not. They're playing a lot different than what I expected for them this yes, season. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I don't think anyone expected that at all. Well, I thought they were going to be an elite team. You know, um, the teams that are surprising me are, are the Jets, kind of. And I would say Miami. Miami is a big surprise for me. I knew, you know, they're up there with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. I, I mean, they're stellar and it'll be, it'll be interesting to see because you know, you know about the Chiefs and, um, kind of the whole game that they're going to play in Frankfurt, Germany. Yes. Where they're playing the Dolphins on Sunday, November 5th. I mean, that's, that is going to be telling. I think it will, uh, because you're going to have two very elite teams facing off at that point. Oh, I can't wait. That will be and very interesting. in Frankfurt, Germany. It's a Germany game. So they're exporting, you know, uh, Kansas City and Chiefs Kingdom there. And then, you know, they've got all these little events and celebrations and all these things coming down. Well, and I can tell you, because I listened to uh, the Defending the Kingdom podcast, which is a Chiefs uh, podcast run by uh, Chip Holtis. I actually enjoy the show. It's actually really good. Uh, And they have a pretty big fan base out in Germany. They must because they're, they're going here and this is where they're playing. And they've got a, you know, this whole thing planned for all the fans and this boat, this boat big huge boat and it's all decked out and they're going to have all kinds of food trucks and shops and i mean this is like a big deal so it'll be really interesting to see how that plays how, out how that yeah. plays out but yeah the 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 dolphins wowza that's a team that i was not expecting they're 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 starting to make some now they got beat badly by the bills this week uh they, as, they that i know i was like whoa Okay, so I was just like, huh, okay. So is that the new game plan to beat the, the Miami? I don't know, but I'm going to, it'll be interesting to see how they come back. But getting back to the Cardinals 49ers game, I will say this. I am going to take a chance this coming week. I think the Cardinals can beat the Bengals. I don't think the Bengals got it. They're just not playing up to the standard that everybody thought they were going to play to. I think the Cardinals... They're hungry, you know, they're playing, you know, they're playing like they got something to prove because they could have laid down and died in that 49ers game. It could have been a heck of a lot worse than it was. And they didn't. So am I annoyed that they lost? Yeah. Did I expect them to lose? Yes. So I'm going to throw them a bone and I'm going to say that the Cardinals are going to get a win. Uh this week against the Bengals. So let's do this, Michelle. Let's wrap up with the Chiefs and who are they, who they're playing in the Broncos and who they're playing. Let's get our picks in. Who are the Chiefs playing this week? They're playing the Vikings. And I say the Chiefs are going to take it. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think the Chiefs, I think it might be a little close, but I think the Chiefs are going to take that game. I don't think it's going to be close. I think they're going to take it. Now that's me. Yeah, we will see. It'll be. I think the question will be: What can the Vikings match the Chiefs' point on the points side of things? Because I don't think their defense is going to be able to hold up against Mahomes. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't think they got it. I don't think they got it. Yeah. So I think Mahomes is finally going to be able to set up shop back there and do it and pick them apart, which is what the, the Chiefs would need that right they now. They do. They need to see Patrick just on the top of his game and. 
you know, all the way around great, healthy football, you know, without problems, penalties, flags. Cut down the penalties, please. Cut. Oh my oh. Yes, I, 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 I have to when 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 some of one of these teams that we watch does something stupid, and I have to touch on this. What happened with the coach? Was it? I'm trying to think. Was it? Uh, no, it was. Was it the Jets coach or the Chiefs coach? One of the coaches. No, it was the Jets coach. I thought so. What happened? He got in trouble for being, you know. Uh, I think he was really torqued and mad and lost his temper. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe in a way, maybe that'll fire the Jets up. Get, seeing their coach get riled up. Now, yes, they got caught a penalty for it. Okay. But maybe that will fire the Jets up. I don't know. So let's move on. Okay. Broncos, who are, uh, they're playing the Jets. Uh, what's your pick? Oh, well, this is so hard between those two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm thinking maybe the Broncos are going to take it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. They're playing at Mile High, which and I, and I know for a fact that's one of the stadiums that has significant crowd noise. It um, does, and I've been there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so I'm gonna say. I mean, the Jets. I mean, I like that Jets QB. I think that offensive line can hold that defense in check. I think. I hope. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing that kind of gives me pause is that Jets defense. Can they, uh, can the Broncos actually hold them in check? I, I'm going to go out on the limb and say maybe. Yeah, they're going to have to compensate with other stuff. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think, um, and I think that defense, I think the Bron- I think this game is going to be a, a battle of defense. That's what I think is going to happen. I think this is going to be a battle of defense and who, uh, makes a mistake first. That's how good they both are there, I think. Yep. God, but I still got to make a pick. Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos tentatively. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> tentatively. I'm gonna I, say the I can understand the hesitation. Maybe, I think, but I'm going to say Broncos. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, all right. We made our picks. We covered everything. Guys, we are really excited. Hey, please give us a follow. I'm still working on setting up Instagrams and that kind of stuff, but give us a follow. We are on Twitter. We or X, whatever you call it. Um, we are on Facebook. Give us a follow. Let us know what you think. We're starting to grow a little bit. Just letting you know. Um, and we're just really excited. We love doing this. We love talking football. We're really excited to see what our teams do. So with that, Michelle, thanks so much for joining me. Hey, and I want to hear from the uh, those that are supporting our podcast out there who they want me to highlight for an NFL player and who would they like us to bring on the show that we could interview. Absolutely. Love to hear from you, though. Let us know. Sit and drop us a message. With that, I'm Teresa Blaze, along with Michelle Saunders Gutch. We're out. If you run across someone that we don't know about, please text it in. I want you to text NFL to 575-223-1596. You're gonna get a little link, you're gonna fill out your information. And if you got football thoughts, anything. 
We want to hear about it. 